Hey, Watchmen Watchies. This is The Watchers with Jen, Joe, and Addison. Hey, what's up? Hey, how are you? So uh, we're just a bunch of amateur podcasters who are really excited about the upcoming Watchmen series on HBO and thought that would be a really great series to get our feet wet with. Um, As we head into the series that drops in October, we thought it'd be really interesting to take a step back and go through the actual Watchmen comic. Um, I personally, Jen, have um, not a ton of experience with comic books in general. Uh, Used to read a lot of Betty and Veronica back in the day, but Uh haven't done a lot with um, other comic books. But I did dive into the Watchmen, um, just being really excited about that show. And really enjoyed reading through it. And I think I'll be reading more comic books in my future. I just recently read the Watchmen probably a month or two ago. Um, and I plan to do another reread yet. And, um, I hadn't seen the movie since it came out way back. I think, what was that? 2008? Um, maybe earlier. I'm not sure, but I rewatched the movie too and was shocked at, uh, how bad it was. Well, I didn't actually (laughs) think it was that bad. (laughs) How, uh, uh, well, we don't have to get into that. There'll be an episode for that <laughs> at some point. We'll um, movie review, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have to talk about the film. But I didn't realize how closely it lined up with the comic book um, and didn't really remember anything from it. So I'm coming into this with uh, not a lot of background knowledge, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was an extremely thorough story, um, and I'm just really excited to dive in. So what did uh, what was your experience with The Watchmen, Joe? What's your history been like? Uh, Watchmen, what's the deal? Well, first of all, I want to take issue with you saying a bunch of amateur podcasters, because both Addison <laughs> and I, I would say, are semi-pro. Oh, I appreciate that, yeah. <laughs> we, we've all both right. got you know, plenty of experience, so uh, amateur. <laughs> I just don't think quite tells the whole story. Anyway. Uh, Watchmen. I first read the Watchmen. I couldn't name a year. Uh, it was a long time ago. Uh, and it's, I remember seeing the previews for the movie. In fact, it may have been around the time the movie came out that I originally read it because I saw a preview for it. And I remember the preview said the greatest comic book ever written. And I said, what? No, it's not. I've never even heard of it. And then I read it and I went, Oh no, they were right. It probably is. Uh, <laughs> that's what I've written. So I have read it, I want to say, once or twice a year since then. Wow. It's just the kind of thing I, if I'm like, I got nothing to do, I just grab it and read okay. it. It's pretty dense. I always think, like, I can crank this out in, like, half an hour, 45 minutes. But no, that is not the case. I think it took Jen, I'm going to say, like eight months to finish it the first time <laughs> is what it seemed like. It may have only been a couple of weeks, but it seemed like, like a long time. Eight weeks is more fair. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I'm the guy who has been reading this thing over and over again, and I have specific lines that still give me chills when I read them, and I'll point them out as we go, believe me. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so uh, what about you, Addison? What do you got? Um, so, uh, my experience with Watchmen is pretty minimal. Um, I, I've seen the movie. I saw the movie a long time ago, like when originally when it came out, uh, I thought it was interesting. Um, but I just read chapter one today, so 
<laughs> I am going to be uh, trying to read the chapters as we do the episode, so I'll have a fresh take on, um, you know, just trying to give you a variety, the, listeners. The <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big reader, so um, but I really enjoyed the first chapter. I gotta say, like I haven't died like dove into a book and kind of really enjoyed this graphic novel. What were your initial thoughts having like just put it down an hour ago? Just the first chapter, I guess. <sighs> you know, so uh, with my my previous experience with the movie, uh, I noticed that like the comic book or the graphic novel. Sorry, I don't want to offend anybody. I know people get touchy <laughs> about the comparisons or whatever, but uh, um, I, th- I thought the movie followed it pretty closely. I mean, you know, right down to Rorschach eating the beans and all that good stuff. And I don't know, it was interesting. I think what really struck me just picking it up even the very first day was I also, like Joe was saying, you can't just like rush through it. Um, I thought it wouldn't take me so long, but I found myself spending so much time just looking at the pictures and trying to pick out all of the different details and reading, you know, that sign in the beginning and noticing how that guy holding the sign is in all of these different panels and noticing how the, um, and we aren't planning to dive into the first chapter just yet today, folks, but one thing that struck me going into the first chapter was kind of how you zoom out from the smiley face pin on the very, like the very first page. And then on the very last page of the chapter, you're also doing that slow zoom out, like the, the depth, the, the, like, the height at which you're looking down at the world seems to be the exact same on the first page and the last page of the channel throughout the whole page. And just seeing some of those things that are clearly so purposeful was really interesting to me and the, the colors and how the colors change when you're changing times and scenes. I don't know. It was just um, very hard to digest quickly. And I don't even feel like I've digested it fully at this point. So I'm super excited for this. Um, One of the, um, things that you notice and it's not true i know you guys said you're not huge comic book people but mm-hmm. for a lot of comic books they don't put a lot of thought into necessarily from one panel to the next like if somebody gets in a fist fight and one guy trips over a trash can or something because he got punched there it's not necessarily true that there was a trash can there one panel ago because <laughs> they didn't care they just needed him to trip over it right. but watchman is really cinematic i think in the way that they do the panels exactly like what you're talking about they'll kind of bring it to a a close in a similar way to how it opened or you can almost feel the camera moving from panel to panel as it shows exactly what he's uh aiming for and i think of course we'll get deep into it or whatever but one of my favorite things that watchman does a lot is They'll overlay someone's thoughts or the things that they're saying with panels of other stuff happening, but Mm -hmm. makes that thing that's happening more impactful for it, which is Mm -hmm. fun. And not a lot of people do that or can pull it off in other comics. I do have to say, uh, after reading chapter one, it was like, uh, I don't know how easy it was to do the storyboard for the movie where you just like just put up the sheets of the pages of the or the graphic novel. Like oh. that's just that's the storyboard <laughs> for the movie. Just follow the one. yeah, just follow the just follow the uh, graphic novel because like you said it, it's very cinematic. Yeah, and almost like I was almost watching the movie in my mind while I was reading it. You know, like it was very um, accurate in the uh, beginning, at least. I'm not sure how it goes any sure. further. Sure, you'll, <laughs> uh, you'll as it gets into things that are different, you will find 
the book handles them better. And a lot of the things that are in the book, uh, it won't mean anything to you yet, but like Tales of the Black Freighter to me is huge. I, you know, I noticed, I noticed that the kid and the, like one of the first panels was reading it. Like this kid was reading that. I noticed that. Okay, cool. Yeah. That'd be something that comes back. A lot of things. uh, One thing that you'll notice, and it's not a spoiler or anything is that there's a lot of stuff that happens in the first chapter and then continues throughout the chapters where you go, what does this situation or these people have to do with anything? Yeah. (laughs) When it becomes clear in the last five minutes of you reading the book, basically uh, you will appreciate it so much more. I saw I saw a newspaper that said uh, Vietnam the fifty first state. I thought that was interesting. <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess a lot of those details. Maybe we should back up a little bit for anyone who's maybe not super familiar with. Oh yeah, the story. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. So the Watchmen exists in an alternate universe in which we won the Vietnam War. Um, and Nixon has what? He's in his fifth term. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think. Oh boy, <laughs> that's scary to think about. <laughs> not as scary as uh, reality sometimes though yeah. so hey give me give me fifth well, term nixon i'll yeah, just right? make it I, I, I almost agree yeah maybe better than second term someone else just saying yeah, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> anyway didn't mean to get political yeah, um, yeah not in a watchman <laughs> podcast why would yeah that right oh yeah <laughs> boy um but yeah, so the existence of these masked heroes has kind of, and then the emergence of Dr. Manhattan helps us win the Vietnam War. And so it's that world, which is pretty interesting. And, you know, Vietnam, it does become a U.S. state. Um, and in a lot of other ways, the world's actually really similar. Um, I, As far as the point to uh, it being really cinematic, I was actually reading that uh, Alan Moore presented Dave Givens with the outline for the first chapter. And it was like 101 single spaced pages of just typed up (laughs) and that it took them like weeks to like, Oh, I guess uh, Dave Givens approached it with a highlighter trying to like, just pull out certain pieces for the uh, panels. Um, And I just thought that was really interesting and not surprising at all. (laughs) Who's who's Dave? Dave Dave? is the illustrator. Dave Givens is the illustrator. And then there was a, third name that i really ought to know offhand who is the um colorist okay but yeah, i just thought that awesome. was fascinating that alan moore would have that much to say about such like not that much dialogue really for the first chapter i mean not 101 pages worth. <laughs> <laughs> sure this was his uh i think his magnum opus <laughs> so yeah. It doesn't surprise me. That's John Higgins, who is the colorist. I have oh, the book in front of me, so I just crap. want to make sure so we gave him a name check in case John's yeah. not famous enough. Absolutely. Well, then I had the name for the, I think I mashed up the uh, illustrator and the colorist then because I said Dave Gibbons. Bad on me for not having notes in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be well prepared for the next one, but I think for this one, it's sure just, uh, you know. Hey, it's working out tech issues, which is 90% of every pilot episode, as far as I have learned. <laughs> yep. And <laughs> just giving some uh, general Give, thoughts and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Giving everyone a little, hey, this is who we are, and this is our plan, and we hope you'll stick with us. Yeah. Um, we have a lot to say <laughs> about yeah. the book, and I'm sure there will be a lot to say about the uh, – I'm not sure if anyone can hear Ellie, the, Ellie interrupting, the interrupting dog, dog in the background. <laughs> She's begging in to go outside. Podcast, so. um, <laughs> <laughs> so. um, but we actually did just watch the uh, Comic Con trailer for Watchmen 2. Um, Addison, until that point, didn't realize that the show was kind of a, 
a, a true sequel like it's not a rehash of the story again it's it's this world and the current times um, right yeah so really excited to see how that yeah. plays out um kind of fun to see the the blue man picking up the mask at the end of the trailer like wonder who that could Mars. be yeah. <laughs> i actually haven't watched it yet i maybe i'll save ah. it before we do the next one i yeah. will watch it only moments before and then uh, go for it i know alan moore has very famously said don't put my name on that show and yeah oh. he, he has been that way about pretty much anything that has been watchman related there's also uh, how much do i want to bore people with comic book lore uh watchman is relevant to the current dc universe of superheroes and that's all oh. I'll say about that for now. Huh. <laughs> but uh, I don't think Alan Moore's super hyped about that either. And uh, the reason for that is because the way this book ends is perfect and it stands alone. Like in almost any other circumstance, I would say nobody should make more of this. But I'm such a fan, I want to see what they do anyway. I'd, I'd like to think it's, I mean, I don't, I've never watched The Leftovers, but. Um, I've heard that it's pretty amazing. And uh, Damon Lindelof, who was the showrunner for um, for The Leftovers as well as Lost, just really focuses on character. And I think that's a lot of what um, is so interesting in The Watchmen, too. And it'll be nice to see how he really dives into each character and builds them and really fleshes them out from episode to episode. I think there's definitely going to be a lot to discuss big time what uh i don't know how long you guys want to go for this first one but like what would you say are you looking forward to or expecting about the show <sighs> if i i'll start and give you an idea i am expecting based on lost which uh damon was a big he was like kind of the the man for lost right after mm -hmm. a while so i'm expecting hoping for a lot of religious allegory my favorite thing in any sort of media i can't explain why that is because i don't know uh but i will be very bummed if there's none of it and shocked if there's none of it well to that point i mean one of the shots from the first trailer was all of the uh like rorschach cultists or whatever they might be hanging out in a church so that's true i'm sure there i just i can't even imagine there wouldn't be some some connection there some symbols kind of thrown in um, that people like you who uh, really pay attention to that stuff can pull out. Oh, then that's my, that'll be my job for the show is I'll get your, <laughs> <laughs> I'll get all your religious symbolism ready. <laughs> um, I guess I, I'm just really excited to, to see what, the, what now looks like in that world. Um, I'm excited to see a show that looks to be pretty diverse as far as the cast goes. And I'm just excited. HBO tends to do a pretty good job with this kind of stuff. <clears throat> uh, Game of Thrones season eight, I'm not so sure, but <laughs> I still appreciate it for what it is. And I love Game of Thrones no matter what. Um, and I think that if any network was going to pick up uh, some sort of, uh, story and project like this, I think HBO is the right one. Yeah, agreed. Um, I, I was going to say, has Addison given it any thought, or has he just been like, 
Uh, I know it's a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go with that. Like, I just know it's a thing. Um, you know, like I said, I, I, I mean, I enjoyed the movie. Um, so I, I wasn't sure what the show was until just now, and realizing that it's about the future, which is kind of interesting. But honestly, I think I'm more excited about uh, reading the graphic novel and then going from there, getting a little better understanding of the story and maybe a better story from what I'm hearing. <laughs> it may be what'll yeah. be difficult for you now probably maybe depending on the type of person you are is having to wait a week or more between each chapter that you read yeah well you know i think i can handle it i can handle it it'll be making it more exciting yeah i wonder i, I the, when i purchased it originally of course it was already a volume and i just sat there i was like on a car trip or something so i just read it from start to finish it, yeah and so yeah, I never got that experience like the what would it have been like to read it in issue form as it released? Oh, yeah, would've, that would have been something else. Oh, yeah, that's a completely different experience. I'll be kind of like what I'm I doing. think they were all out right before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm reading them on the, the Comixology app. Um, it's pretty cool. I like it. Come on, Comixology. Let yeah. us do some ads for yeah, you. Right. <laughs> no, seriously. Like, I think the app's awesome. I think it's genius because you can look at it in different forms. So there's like a way you can look at it in just page form. And then you can do the way where they uh, they kind of slide the cells in interesting ways that fit the story really well. Uh, guided view is like the greatest thing to have yeah. in the, uh, digital comics, in my opinion. Yeah, it really is. And I just like... I was like looking at it and I'm like, oh, that's a double, that's like a, a two cell image, but they cut it in half into the way it like, and I made it really cool. Like, yeah, I don't know. One of the things that's a bummer about reason, reading physical comics sometimes is you'll turn the page and you have to read the left page before you can go to the right page. But on the right page, there's something <laughs> awesome and huge that immediately yeah. draws your eye. And exactly. Then you go, uh, I can't stop reading this giant explosion over here where someone's yeah. head coming off. And yeah. then you have to go back and be like, well, I guess what happened before that? <laughs> I didn't even really think about that as being a benefit, but you're totally right. It's, it's a very big benefit. It's pretty awesome. It really makes, makes it focus. really exciting. Yeah. yeah. And I think people who are listening along, uh, all six of them or however many, uh, yeah. <laughs> get on Comixology. You can buy this for cheap. I mean, it's not expensive for the digital version, right? Uh, I, I think, think so. it was like $5. I think it was on sale when I got it, but it was literally like four ninety five or something. Just And we're like, like, we're sharing the app. So it's, yeah. you can like share it with someone. So I'm oh, thinking cool. maybe irregularly it was still under 20 bucks. Cause I looked at buying it in print and then I was like, mm, why would I do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited. I hope some people do listen and are doing the reading adventure with me. I would like to have some, you know, people to talk to you about it that don't know what's going on some cohorts yeah we yeah. Can get a little uh little book club going i think yeah right kind of the fun. idea i'm right. gonna set yeah. up a twitter account for the show and people can cool. send their questions and their hot takes i love the tweets yeah well i'm excited um this is kind of fun We're, we literally just kind of got together and riffed and uh i feel like it's going all right yeah. I'm, I'm excited to see how as we uh, keep going with this how uh how we'll evolve i think we'll come to this with a a little more planning so we can have a little more structure to our podcasts for every, for you all. Um, but hopefully you'll leave some feedback. Let us know yeah. what you're liking, what you maybe want to hear more of, maybe a little less of. 
less Ellie in the background just panting. I don't know if you can hear her or not. Um, She's so sweet. Yeah, leave us some feedback and let us know what you think. And uh, stay tuned while we deep dive into chapter one on our next episode.